When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog From the spacious Forever Dog Studios in downtown Los Angeles and the satellite Forever Dog Studios in Baltimore, Maryland, this is Rooms! And now your host, Dan Gill and Eric Dorian. Wow! Hi, hi, hi there. Hi, Good evening. buddy. Good evening. How you doing, Biggie? Good evening. Ooh, ooh I like it when you call me Biggie. Mm, I like it when you call me Biggie. Big e. That's the big E. Dan, I'm good. good I'm bud. really good. You I miss good. you. You look good. Good Thank to you. see you again. Hope you're having Thank a good you. week. Hope you I'm listeners. Having, I'm having an okay week. Hope I'm you, having an okay week. Hope you listeners are having an okay week. Thanks for joining us yeah. here on Groomzilla's. This is, of course, the only wedding planning podcast by Grooms for Grooms and, and everyone in between. That's Eric. I'm Dan. We're doing pretty good. Hi. A lot to get to this week. Our, our mm-hmm. guest this week is Amingus, big Twitter personality, old school, longstanding Twitter personality. Um, we have a good talk with her, so stick around for that. Uh, Eric, anything you want to get to right up top here this week? I want to talk about you. What are you doing? I miss you. I want to know what you, what's about your life. What's about it? What's about my life? What's about old Dan? Um, well, I got the I got a, a, a man, a homeless man, gave me the middle finger while driving. Yeah, because um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. because you know what? I I was mad at him, and then I realized, no, I get it. I get it. I'm driving around. I have a I'm driving around a stupid wooden convertible that I think is mm-hmm. fun, looking mm-hmm. like an asshole. I have a stupid mustache. My mm-hmm. hair is, I just got my hair cut today. It was mm-hmm. all style. He had, there was some product in it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I look like a giant asshole. Why are you omitting the one reason why that person flipped you off? The, the, what, what is that reason? The Reagan sticker. <laughs> of course, the Reagan sticker. He didn't have an eye line on the Reagan sticker. He didn't have, he didn't have eyes on that. Okay. So it was, it was about me. And, I, and I, what I'm saying is... Uh, Nice work, homeless man. You saw something that only that I thought I was fooling everyone about, but you saw right through my bullshit. So, uh, hats off to the homeless man. Nice work, homeless man. <laughs> I was mad at first. I'm like, man, that guy. No, he's right. He's right. Um, my neighbor hates me. Um, interesting. Tell me more. He is like this. Like, I think he works at a hospital or something. He's like a pretty fucking like. Regular dude wears flip flops, drinks beer on his porch, on his stoop. He just drinks beer on his stoop and like smokes cigarettes. Uh-huh. And I always try to start conversations with him. And then yesterday I like started, I tried to start a conversation with him. He gave me like a very short answer. And then like there was like a comic beat. <laughs> and then he got up off the stoop and walked across the street <laughs> to sit down and smoke. <laughs> Like he just walked across the street and, and then he was like in my eyeline and it kind of looked like he was staring at me from across the street. Wait, what did and you I'll, ask him about? What were you, what were you trying to get to the bottom of? I asked him, I asked him, I first I said, Hey man, what's up? And he was like, and he nodded. He just gave a nonverbal nod. Yeah. And I was like, okay, he just got off work. That's fine. I'm a loser. I have no job. I don't get it. Uh-huh. Um, but then there's like all these like books because there's like a bunch of like kids. All the college kids are like moving out, so there's just shit everywhere. Okay. Um. And so there's all these books on his stoop that got rained on. Um. And I was like, oh, and he was like looking at him for a really long time. And I was like, oh, hey, what are those? <laughs> and he goes, he goes books. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh man, okay, yeah. Uh, what are you trying and to get out of this relationship of- with your neighbor? neighborly talking okay some sort of neighbors neighbor talk i think that there's two things one my face yeah Mm. two i think my la tattoo really upsets people fair in maryland yeah um and then three i think i just like i don't know man i think 
you know, some people are just, I think, I think I'm just naturally drawn to dudes who don't fucking talk. And I always want to try to make them talk and I want to give up on them. Yeah. I want to fucking give it up because it's too much emotional labor that I don't need to do. I don't know why you're doing it in the first place. <laughs> because I need, a, I need, I need it. Okay. Well, it sounds like but, we, both those men, the, your your neighbor and the homeless man saw kind of saw through what we were trying to saw through our facade yeah. maybe a little bit. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think that, yeah, the homeless man was like, no, this guy did not vote for Reagan. Mm-hmm. And then mm. my neighbor was like, this guy's fucking. Oh my God, Eric! I'm just looking at the clock right now. It's uh, it? it's 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 time for Nup News at nine. We better play that music. Nup News. This is the Groomzilla's Nup News at nine. Neptune News on the nines with you, Dan and Eric on Groomzilla's. Hey, Nup News at nine. Nup News at nine. Dan. We got, we got a lot. So again, we the recommend nine. that you listen to Nup News at nine at nine o'clock a.m. or p.m. on the nines or on the nines, just as long as you stop the podcast and wait for the nines to come by. Nup News, Eric, you want to talk about this? I don't. I don't. So just why don't you want to talk about it? I mean, why do we have to talk about? Because it's Nup News. It's literally okay. nuptial news. Tell them. Tell them. Davidson the... and Ariana Grande got engaged after a whirlwind courtship. It's beautiful. It's cute. They've been dating a month. All, who cares? So what? He got a so what? tattoo on his ear. What what are these kids? 23? How old are these dipshits? I think Ari, I think Ari's like 23, and I think Pete's like 23 or 24. Are you on an Ari? Whatever. Are you on an Ari name basis with Ariana Grande? Yeah, she's a good friend of mine. And I met Pete through her. It's a good um, friend of yours. Okay. So yeah. do you guys hang out or what do you mean? You and Ari are good friends. Um, I think once you get, when you're an influencer and a culture, uh, maven, Mm -hmm. you just kind of get to know, it's just more of a vibe thing. Like, I don't like know her per se, but I think that like we have similar vibes. Okay. And you have met Pete through that vibe? I get, I know I get Pete's vibe through Ariana's vibe. And I think that Pete would get my vibe if we ever met. Okay, so what do you want to talk about? The NUP news, they got engaged. It's a whirlwind thing. Is this going to last? Is this a publicity stunt? What do you Who want cares? to talk about? Who gives a fuck? What if it doesn't last? Who cares? Maybe whatever. Like you get you get married and if it's good for, you get married and you get divorced in three days. If two of those days are good and that third day sucks and you get divorced on that third day, is that a bad marriage? Um, yes, I think it's taking the institution lightly and they shouldn't have gotten married in the first place. I mean, it's a pretty light institution. Uh, you know, I like the way light marriage tastes. Some people say this; it tastes differently. I think it tastes just like real marriage. It does. And that's what I'm saying. That's my point. You've okay. made my point. You've made my point for me. Okay. Uh, have I think fun. that people just don't. You, you, honest question. Do you think they actually get married? Yes. How quickly? I think they're in love. I think I can. Yeah. I think they're in love. My heart goes out to Ari's ex- Rapper Mac Miller, mm-hmm. uh, who they were together for like six years. Okay, and then they broke up. My and heart. She. My heart goes out to Pete's ex, Larry David's daughter. True story. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Oh man, Larry David's kid's got to be fucking so <laughs> so fed up with idiots. <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine, I can't imagine a comedian ever trying to date Larry David's daughter. Yeah, I think they dated for like two years. I would punt. If I were Larry David's daughter and a comedian came anywhere near me, I would punt, I would punt their dumb fucking face right into my dad's dumb fucking face. All right. There's a, a lot to talk about in Nup News. Uh, we've what do talked you want to talk about? What you want to talk about. I want to talk about this article I saw today. Oh um, God, here we go. Put what up, is it on? Soup? What is it? You read an article about soup, I bet. It's from a website i never heard of called BigThink.com. But the headline is talking about a scientific study. It's uh, how getting married changes your personality. Now, do you think getting married changes your personality, having recently gotten, mar- gotten married? Um, I think that's a loaded question. I don't get – I don't understand the question. <laughs> uh, I don't understand what Pretty you mean by, forward. by personality. Oh, um, Okay. You don't? I think that I think that got I think that getting married has made me more of a 
<sighs> this is a longer answer than I wanted. Can I just... <laughs> what? Answer your own question. If you want to you ask a question, answer your own question. Just answer your own fucking question. I don't want to answer you know the question. I want to get to the nup news. You know I'm not going to stop talking. <laughs> I didn't even finish. I was trying to say the word thorough. It took me 15 minutes to say the word thorough. You know I'm going to do that shit. Don't let me. According to a recent study, personality change among newlyweds by researchers from the University of Georgia and the University of California, achieving marital satisfaction also calls for understanding of for how personalities of the partners inevitably change over time. The scientists found that personality changes begin right from the onset of marriage as partners adjust to their new roles. Yeah. The most, I, the most significant difference that takes place is that husbands and wives become less agreeable. Hmm. Ooh, ugh, that's not good. That ain't good. I um, think... Being a codependent person who has married a codependent person, I don't know what the fucking that means at all, because I feel like I'd be more worried about being too agreeable. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And it and it leading to not communicating properly. Well, that's kind of what happens. Uh, Studying 169 newlywed heterosexual couples for 18 months after marriage, Mm -hmm. the researchers identified Mm -hmm. some clear and measurable changes. Husbands, it Mm -hmm. turned out became more mm-hmm. conscientious while mm-hmm. wives became less anxious and depressed, exhibiting mm-hmm. less neuroticism. For husbands, the changes resulted from working harder to try to become more responsible, and mm-hmm. the wives were less prone to emotional swings due to feeling more secure and with Ugh. stable attachments. That, to me, that strikes me as like, it's that gender binary right there that you described as such a fucking disease unto the world. Yeah. Where like... I mean, and it's it, they just go so hand in hand. It's like women have to do all this fucking emotional labor. They do so much. They take on so much emotional labor that dudes are not capable of doing that. They become a mess, kind of. And then, and then dudes, all they have to do is uh, do the dishes. <laughs> They're like, oh, I'm gonna. I clean up after myself now. I changed. I'm better. I actually like wipe. I wipe my ass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they also become more, uh, husbands become less extroverted also, spending more time at home. Uh, And uh, both husband and wives become less patient with each other and more disagreeable. One explanation for this, once the Mm. courtship is over, old Mm. habits can come back. So basically, Mm. once you lock it down, both parties are kind of like, they take their foot off the gas. They both kind of relax, it sounds like. And that makes them fight more? I don't know. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that makes sense. I think it's it's e- it's pretty easy to combat that, like by keeping shit fresh and going out on dates and stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, I get you it. Look out for it. The That's honeymoon. The I mean, it's just the classic honeymoon period is over. You know. Yeah, and I didn't even fucking go on a honeymoon in the first fucking place, right? Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for Nup News. Should we close up the music? That's Nup News at night. Thank you so much for listening. Oh my God. We were the we are pressed for time here. We gotta get right into I do's I don'ts. Play that music. Honest the question, and and this is something I've been curious about for a few weeks now. Uh do you still like that song? I love that song. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I love that song. Okay, me too. I just wanted to make sure. Um, this is taken from this. This very well could have been up news, but we we shifted it over to I do's I don'ts. Beyonce and Jay Z renewed their wedding vows. Eric. Uh huh. Um, so my I do I don't what to is you. Mm-hmm. Vows. What? Va- marriage renewal. Renewing wedding vows. I do. I don't. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. I I kind of want to do it every year. Oh my god. Winnie and I talked about that. I want to do it every year on our anniversary. Winnie and I talked about about just having every year for an anniversary, we just like do the party in the same place. I want to at, do that too. In the Sonic Lodge. I want to do that too. That's a, oh wait, that's what I was going to ask you about up top. I forgot to ask you about it. Yeah. Um, did you vote at the Masonic Lodge? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I was going to ask you. Oh, okay, yeah. dudes, this is all because you said Beyonce and Jay Z. First of all, imagine you know 
if Beyonce and Jay-Z do it, like imagine not doing something that they do. Yeah. They did it but for I, their 10 year anniversary. I, I legitimately want to do it every year on our anniversary. Yeah. I th- I feel like it might, we might, uh, you know, inviting people and friends. I feel like we yeah. might wear out our welcome in that area if we do it once a year. Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Cause people we know hate partying mm. and hate free food and booze. Good point. Um, Good point. Yeah, and hopefully I get richer every year, and every year it becomes a bigger and bigger extravaganza. <laughs> okay, well, that's I do from both of us, uh, and congratulations to Jay-Z and Beyonce. Can I just say Thank that? you, guys. Thank, Thank you, you, guys. Thank you. Play that music. I do, I do, from me and you. Okay, Eric, should we take a break and get to our guest this week? I can't wait to talk to him. Well, you, do it. you're going to have to wait because we're going to take a very brief break. We're going to take a very we're gonna take the briefest of breaks. And then we'll not break. brief. No, it's going to okay. be very brief. I don't even know why we take the breaks. It's not even a break. Okay, I'll Just play okay, a break the music it. and then we'll break and come back with um, Okay, fine. Okay. Uh, welcome back to Groomzilla's. This is Groomzilla's. We're here with Um Mingus from Twitter. We're talking from about Twitter. Twitter. That's you, all this. I am from. <laughs> In real life, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I'm a real person. Yeah. And Bakersfield, Twitter and Bakersfield. I'm from Bakersfield, yes. Really? I'm not ashamed. I mean, a lot of people are hiding it. I can name like 10 people here in LA that are from Bakersfield, but they would fucking kill me. Oh, no. Nope. I know a lot of people from Bakersfield. <laughs> do? I've done some shows in Bakersfield. Temblor Brewing Company, you know Temblor? Uh, yes, it's I do. relatively new. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I've done a few shows there. They're, it's Dan a brewery loves, show. I feel like you love Bakersfield, don't you, Dan? I've been to Bakersfield... Like three times for shows, and I had a good time. I, I first met Nick Rutherford in Bakersfield. He was in a b- basement bar doing like a yeah, comedy show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with Bakersfield. I know people who went to Bakersfield High School. Is that the yeah, bigger one? Yeah, that's the one I went to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What class are you? Ninety four. Oh, okay. You, I don't know. Would you know Kim? A girl named Kim Cotfus. This is re- absolutely all re- not really good podcast material. <laughs> Ryan Doolittle. And I've never met corn, wow. so please don't ask about corn. Oh, yeah. I don't Corn's- know corn. <laughs> I forgot I forgot that they were from Bakersfield. I was just listening to corn today for no reason. <laughs> what? But I forgot that they were from Bakersfield. I, I was I saw like there's like a new metal festival that's happening this summer in Kentucky. And I like saw the thing and I was like, oh fuck. And then I made my wife Drew listen to like a few cuts not like we like listen to, like <laughs> oh, three wait minutes. why because you're trying to convince her to go to kentucky with you fuck no 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 no, no. <laughs> i was just like i was just personally taking a stroll down i was like let me just listen to these songs. just sharing <laughs> yeah. it was corn it was corn i listened to a corn song limb biscuit song and a system of down song whoa new metal with a the U with the U, yeah yeah there is a, a bit there yeah. there is a little street in bakersfield called corn row I'm not even lying. I'm <laughs> Google it right now. Google Maps Corn Row with a K, obviously. After it's the band. There. Yeah. Well, I mean. The Point it, of Pride. They're, they're the only famous person that ever. No, that's not true. I mean, don't let any Buck country up. fan yeah, who is it, Glenn? hear me say that. Buck Owens. Buck, Buck Owens, Owens, for Owens, sure. Merle Haggard, all them dudes. What's uh, what's Buck Owens? Diamond Palace or something? Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Dude, I saw Cake Crystal play Palace. there. That's a really cool venue. Cake, I love that venue. Is Cake from Bakersfield? No, they're from Sacramento, but same that's deal. Right, that's like right. Sacramento is yeah. really just a big old Bakersfield. Um, Cake has one of my favorite. I saw Cake at Coachella like a long time ago, and they're all the Cake heads that were there. Are there like, Cake heads? There were so many. Cake I need heads. to meet up with these people. I'm like there a was... secret Cake head. I don't know anybody. Oh, I like Cake I, Fashion Nugget. I, I listen to it all the time. Oh, God. <laughs> I love stick shifts and safety cake. belts. Oh my God, he's just name dropping albums. Like, what's happening? <laughs> Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra is like one of my favorite like drum beats. Of sure. all. Like it. There's tap dun, shoes involved. Dun, dun. Yeah. Dun, is that dun, what that noise is? Yeah, I that don't makes know. Sense. I'm sure it's just a stick, like a drumstick, but it sounds. Like oh a tap yeah. Shoe. Yeah. I think it, it was just like on, on the rim. rim. Yeah, it's on the um, rim. Because I'm your drummer, right? I, well, not really. I mean, I drum occasionally, unprofessionally. Oh, okay. You smash. I smash yeah. just to get the yeah, range out. Too. I smash Dan's every now and then. Where do you smash? I smashed in high school mostly. But I mean, like now, like in LA, it's like hard to find a place to smash. You know, honestly, I bought a little cocktail drum set, like a oh. uh, little compact, because I thought it'd be good for my apartment. I got it for myself. It came in the mail. I set it up. Not kidding. Twenty minutes. I've been playing this thing. Uh, two two cops come to my door with guns. 
What? Not guns drawn, but you know, they have guns on them. Of course, they're I'll cops. have cops. They yeah. just like, keep them in there. You just say cops with guns. <laughs> well, all cops have guns. Well, yeah, I can, because like, all, all cops, cops have, have guns. guns. These, two, these two men with guns on their belt sh- showed up, and they said, <laughs> I think we found our culprit. What? Because <laughs> my like, door was open, it was just my screen door. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. is it the noise complaint? Like, yeah, one of your neighbors complained. I'm like, 20 wait, minutes. Wait, so you're not talking about yeah. an electronic drum set. You're talking about a little no. tiny baby drum set. And yeah. they're like, no. It was, yeah. I mean, it was pretty loud, but it was only for 20 minutes. My, I have a stupid neighbor upstairs who plays his guitar literally yeah. every day. He yeah. taps his dumb boot. He also plays banjo. I've never called the cops on him. No one else has ever called the cops on banjo, man. <laughs> I played well, for time. 20 minutes. It's time. He probably called on you. Yeah, I don't think he's he would. Totally, yeah, he's yeah. he's totally the guy that called the cops. Like, <laughs> he doesn't want the competition. Play, if he plays a banjo, there's no way he's in a percussion. Yeah, he doesn't he's like, want I any can't fucking... have hmm. my girls come like leaving my apartment to go down and check out the drummer downstairs. <laughs> They're gonna see me on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> don't you remember what happened to Bob Dylan when he went electric? Oh, I've heard I've heard stories. I've I heard saw a documentary about that. No, the British were very upset. Rip apart. <laughs> really they mad. wanted to rip them apart, just like you, Dan. Yeah. All right. Well, you're. This is Groomzilla's, so we should probably talk about um, weddings. We talk about weddings. Oh, I was going to say funerals, but yeah, I guess let's do weddings. It's Groomzilla's. Oh, uh, you are married, Om. I am. How long have you been married? Oh, I can't do math. Like thirteen years. Oh, okay. Good yeah. long run. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I love when you get to the stage when you can't. <laughs> When you don't even know. I know the year that it happened, but like, I don't know what year it is now. That's the problem. Um, I believe we're in 2018. So you got married in 04? 05. 05. Yeah. Mm. Wait, my math is terrible. Oh my God. Let's slow down. I wonder we're podcasting (laughs) instead of like rocking, rocking and chips. I don't know how to speak. I only know about drums. I, when I could, I could talk about drums. Are you circling it back to drums already? Drums have math. (laughs) Can we talk weddings? Oh my God. That's, I hate that about music. I hate. That nobody tells you how much math there is in music. <laughs> it's like all easy. There's all fractions. Sixteenth notes. It's there's eighth graphs. notes. Ah, it's, it's the worst. I just want to shred. And and you do Phantom Bangs upcoming, upcoming LP EP. Yeah, the wall too. Okay, the wall too. It's coming out soon. So you've been married since 05. Yeah. How long have you known? How long were you dating before you got married? A year. Okay. Oh, one yearish. Quick. Yeah. Sort of. Is that quick? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I'd been in like all these long term relationships and I know that the fucking spark just dies at some point and like you still sort of hang out every day. And I'm like, I want to marry this person before I hate them. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like before (laughs) I like, you know, I want the wedding today be like, not be like, oh, well, you know, we've been together for so long. It's just like, you know, I don't know. It's just like a ceremony, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I've yeah. seen, I've seen, I just, I just went to a wedding like that. Like a friend of mine who'd been with his girlfriend for like 10 years and they already had a six year old kid and stuff. And they're like, we're just doing this for whatever reason, you know? Yeah. Didn't yeah. want that. Oh, okay. I wanted the wedding day to have you like tears, romance. Yeah. yeah. Still you know? fresh. Still yeah. a lot yeah. of. I didn't want to be like, oh, I gotta, I gotta do this. I wanted to be like, <laughs> I really want to do this. And I know just chemically, I'm like a very analytical person. Like chemically, those kinds of like. You know, fairy tale feelings tank, and it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't mean you don't love that person. It's just like how bodies work. It's right. Math. The passion. Ah. It's math again. Yeah. The passion. You want to the passion burning brightly and yes, like just yeah. lift off with the marriage exactly. Uh, and you want the moment, and you want the moment to be memorable, and you want it to be something that you can like fucking hang your head on for the rest of your life. I'm not doing that. No, I don't even care about weddings. Like that's what I mean. Like I I hate to say this, but like I was almost afraid of this podcast. I was like, dude, weddings, not my favorite topic, but you guys are awesome. And I listened to a few and I'm like, wow, they talk about other stuff too. So yeah, yeah. (laughs) very low stakes. (laughs) And I love that. I love, I want to hear the point of view of a person who's married 13 years and doesn't give a shit about weddings. Like that's, I think that's interesting. Why? Why is that interesting? I think, well, I mean, I just, well, it's just because one, it's your point of view, and sure. it's I think all different kinds of point of views are interesting. And two, <laughs> I I love I love weddings. Oh I well, that's why you started this podcast. Well, I I, don't, I don't know if I love weddings. You're I, just a down yeah. guy. You're like Eric wants to do this. I want to do this. This is how bro ships work. It like, was Dan's idea. It was my idea. Oh, okay. Shit. I, don't even weird. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Now. I will neither do I. I don't even, I don't know. Now I'm just talking about weddings like once a week for some reason. <laughs> and he hates it. He hates it. I don't 
hate it. It's just like, I don't know. It's a topic. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's basically my attitude. It's a topic. Let's go through the things. How did you get? You got to have a theme for your pod. Yeah. Why did you guys do? Did you do like a courtroom thing or why didn't you do courtroom? Yeah. No. Um, like it was a regular wedding, but I kind of wanted to just be like low budge and like not a ton of people there. But my mom's like very control freak. She's like, no, I'm going to invite yeah. everybody we know. And it's going to be yeah. this. Like it's basically not even my deal, really. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Parents yeah. always intervene. It's yeah. more for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess so. They kind of want to, you know, give a splash for their buds. It's kind of like how my birthday was growing up. I had a summer birthday. None of my friends from school would ever be there. It would just be like my mom's friends from work. <laughs> <laughs> and their kids. Yeah. So I was like, the wedding was just like another one of those things. <laughs> Not that yeah. I don't love my mom's friends, like, because I've known them since birth and all that. And I loved having, you know, I loved having them there, but it was kind but of. They're more, not your friends. They're yeah. not like my, they're not my created family. You know? Yeah. Was it in Bakersfield? It was in Tatchby, which is just like, uh, it's like Bakersfield, but up higher. So mm-hmm. Bakersfield gets to be like a hundred zillion degrees yeah. in the summer. So Bakes. you don't want to have an outdoor wedding no. in August. So we uh, did Tatch P because it's just cooler and it looks nicer. It's like not a muggy ass yeah. shithole. Was it outdoor wedding? Yeah. Like up in the mountains? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds nice. Beautiful. Up, like, Do you guys know about Woodward West, the skateboard camp? Got a bunch of wooden ramps and stuff. No. Anyway, I got married up there. Oh, gnarly. <laughs> Wait, there's a skateboard? There's a skateboard camp? Yeah. Hell yeah, there's a skateboard camp, dude. Tony Hawk has like a... Like a thirty foot ramp up there that he does nar nar shit on. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got married in a half pipe? No, <laughs> no, it was kind of like Drop this. It was bro. no, it, the place was like a hotel that had like a venue, but then there's also like I guess the Woodward bought the space. I don't really know, but basically mm-hmm. it's that site. Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't like inside the ramp. It was like the hotel that's attached to the the camp. And you and your partner have no affiliation to. Thrashing hard on on. Um, no, actually, I do. I just started skating skate ramps this weekend. No <laughs> shit. What are you oh, talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? I I know this is not really wedding related, but it's like you know oh, it's no. tangential to the topic. But like I, I if it's skate related, then you okay. have to it's, fucking anyway, I, Last summer, yeah. I bought myself a pair of roller skates, kind of for my birthday, and then I, I've just been kind of tooling around doing beach paths and teaching myself how to, you know, skate. Like the better. quad skate or inline skate? Yeah, quad skates. skates. Okay. So and I'm going to the rink and just kind of getting exercise, blah, blah, blah. And I, I was like, you know what? I'm just being a chicken shit. I really want to skate bowls, but I'm scared. So I finally just like DM'd this girl on Instagram who does bowls. And I'm like, do you know anybody who gives lessons? She's like, yes, I do. Woo! <laughs> Come she was like so stoked that I was like, I guess I got to show up immediately. So this weekend I took a lesson at the van skate park in Orange. Oh, wow. And I looked so dumb, dude. Guys, I look like the stupidest fat baby toddler you've ever seen. But I had a great no. time. I didn't know. I didn't know you did that kind of thing on quad skates. Yeah, quad skates. That seems is that easier or harder? I I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, like, it's not really. I think it's both. I think it's both. I think like. You have like you definitely go faster with blades, but with yeah. like roller, but roller skates, I think it's like they're they're it's like a Cadillac versus like a like a speedboat. Mm. I guess I don't know. It might just be part of the aesthetic. It's kind of like the trend now. It's it's blowing up like the quad skate girls and bowls. That's the yeah. thing. But you know, everyone who's doing it is twenty years younger than me, so yeah. Yeah. I got a late start. And yeah. well, how um, did it go though? How are you doing in that? I bowl? mean, like I'm like I only have I did it. So I took the lesson on Saturday. I went to a skate park on Sunday, just trying to practice and just be a little nerd in the bowl and like taking up space and being a dork. And then yesterday, the building at my work was like the power was out. So like work was closed for the day. And I just went straight back to the skate park on Monday. Okay. All right. So okay. three days in a row. That's all I that's all I've been doing for the last three days. So you got the bike. What? I, I guess I got the bug for now, but that's the thing with me and bugs is they eventually just, you know, they peter out pretty quick, <laughs> but that's what I'm doing right now. before the passion dies. Yes, you're bored with it. Exactly. I, there's no way to marry it so that I'm, you just let it slide away. Are there a lot of people on quad skates or is it most, yep. mostly like skateboard people? Oh, at the, the skate park? At the ball. Yeah. There was like zero sk- <laughs> roller skaters. Yeah, zero females, zero roller skaters. So... Yeah, I uh I mean it's it's growing but it's kind of like the epicenter is Long Beach 
Um, mm. And then it's sort of sort of rippling out from there. So you'll start seeing them more and more. So it's just oh, your classic a- roller rink quad skate. It's nothing special. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I mean, so they are they are special because like you have to you have to like hook them up with special hard smaller wheels and and then the girls who who do the what do you call it when you like scrape the the coping sideways like the rail slide kind of thing. Yeah, like a grind. They have to get like a little plastic bracket that helps you slide because otherwise it would just scrape metal. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know much about it. I'm a beginner, but I can't speak expertly. Wow. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, now it's starting to, I mean, maybe in a few years you're going to look back and you're going to say, wow, I'm glad I got married. Yeah. In a couple of years, I'm going to shred the Tony Hawk ramp. (laughs) For your anniversary or something. Yes. Dude, that would be dope. Do you listen to music when you shred? Mm. Um, I do when I'm just doing like a bike path. I have mm-hmm. this playlist of like really nerdy 70s jams. Yeah, that's and, what I wanted. To yeah, know. and I have a little Bluetooth speaker that's like shaped like a strawberry that dangles off my fanny pack. I'm the whole scene. I'm the whole package, guys. Okay. <laughs> but like at the skate park, you don't listen to music because you need to like hear people coming, yeah. you know. Yeah, like, yeah. It's got to be so like issue. more situational awareness. So on your left, on your left, brah. <laughs> <laughs> but with the, like when you're on the bike path, it helps because people can hear you coming. You don't have like a toddler yeah. running right oh, in front of yeah. you. you know? Oh, that is a benefit. Because I always wonder about, because you're playing music for everybody. Everyone can hear your music. Yeah, it's not super loud, but. Yeah. So you're, because uh, sometimes I think like on a hike or some bike path, I don't have a problem with. Sometimes I'm on a hike, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And then someone comes with playing their Bluetooth speaker really yeah, loud. Yeah, I'm not with, into like, that. techno music. <laughs> I, I hate that. And I feel kind of bad that I'm. That I'm putting my music on people, but it's just, it's kind of like a small radius, maybe like a five foot radius. And it just gives yeah. them enough heads up to get the hell out of my way if I'm like, it sounds know, like you're yeah. using it for good purposes and you're not being, um, also you're on roller skates. Music and roller skates just go <laughs> yeah. hand in yeah. hand. It does yeah. help. It helps me keep my vibe going. Like you said, your whole scene. <laughs> it's my, I'm like my own. Here she comes. <laughs> Here I come. <laughs> Fanny pack. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm old enough now where I'm starting to not care about looking real stupid. Okay. Um, I don't think I would ever be able to do that because I think that like skate parks inherently are so intimidating to me. And even if I were like really passionate about roller skating, I would never in a million years go to like a fucking, I would never drop in on a bowl. Dude, you dropped it on an open mic at one point. I know, but that's different. No, it isn't. It's exactly the same. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Once physical, what if you're not like hand-eye coordination? What you're saying, you could get physically injured. Beyond that, physically like, injured. Oh no, 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 no! Like beyond that, like I am terrible on skates. I'm way too gangly. My center of gravity is trash. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, and I I, but you're I talking about the shame factor. Yes, yes, yes. Because even if so I were cool. like, even if I were really good at skateboarding or, or roller skating and was like loved it, I still, I don't know if I would take rollers. I just am perpetually. I need to get over it because I need to. I need to be tougher, dude. As, I think if you can get up and do stand up comedy, you can you can like overcome that fear of whatever it is. That's just like the same hump, you yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, like the thing yeah. is, it's worse at, a, at an open mic because you have people facing you and judging you. Like that's their whole yeah. purpose of sitting there. Like, am I going to laugh or am I not going to laugh? But yeah. Like, in skating, you're just like you might get some snide comment from some little dipshit thirteen year old, but. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, Who but, cares about their opinion? But they're pretty I guess cool. I do that. <laughs> they I are, I that dude. <laughs> I hated like yesterday when I went and I'm like, God, these cool like eighth graders, I kind of want to be friends with them. They like, cool. <laughs> 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 this one kid who's like an eighth grade, he's like, man, I just got back from Mexico. Check out what I got. And he p- pulled up his shirt and he had big underwear band that said Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> And his friend's like, oh, man, are those real? He's like, yeah, man, 20 bucks. Oh, no, 20, 20 pesos. Oh, Something wow. like that. Okay. Anyway, I was just like, I want to hang out with this dude so bad. Yeah. So that's what the kids are doing that's now. A- <laughs> you under? Okay, I remember that. That is so cool. That was an orange? You said that was an orange? No, I took the lesson in orange, but that was in, like, La Crescenta. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, just oh, on yeah. Google Maps all day now trying to find the parks that might have, like, less people oh, at man. them. You're, you're, you've bought in. Yeah. What, uh, so you dated for a year. Did you guys talk about marriage before you got, the proposal <laughs> happened? Um, I don't think so. No. Okay. Let's hear about this proposal story. Then. Man, is this, this like so ancient history now? I can, I'm hardly remembering, but like there was a fortune cookie involved, uh, where like there, I, I'm so bad at like recalling details and telling <laughs> coherent stories, but um, my husband opened a cookie and it said, 
oh no, I opened the fortune cookie and it said, say yes to the next question your aunt asked. Whoa. And so he asked me <laughs> if, if I wanted to get married and I said yes. So like, that's really, there was no proposal. There was no ring. I like you, I'm not wearing any rings. I'm not about jewelry yeah. and stuff. Well, there was, that was a proposal. It sounded like. Yeah, it was like a, it was like an agreement, you know, it wasn't like a getting <laughs> on the knees and like all the shebang. Like that's the one thing I don't really like about weddings is sort of like this whole they're kind Pomp of they seem designed to reinforce the gender stereotypes that yes. are set about our society. Yes. And that's the kind of thing I don't feel comfortable with. But like, yeah, we agreed to do this, you know, partnership and we're doing it. And uh, yeah. Were you, you know, at a Chinese food restaurant? I'm guessing so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't buy them at the store. Yeah, right. <laughs> so there must Was have been. He- was he planning on asking you? Or no, I don't think so. Did it just because I'm saying like the cookie came first? Like it was just well, like the it's mu- it must have been something he had in mind. Like you know, he planted that cookie. I don't uh, think so. Yeah. You don't think so? No. Oh, so no, you read it, was, it out loud? And it he was thought, fortuitous. Aha! Uh-huh, maybe I'll make a meal out of this pun intended fortune cookie. <laughs> And he and he got there right there. I just like the cookies. I just eat the cookies. <laughs> even to this day, I have a policy of opening. Even when I have no, I don't want to eat this cookie at all. I gotta at least open it and see what it says. And now they're just all compliment cookies. You know, they're like, "You have a flair," and you're like, "Shut up! I don't care what you think about me, cookie." Yeah, you do have a flair, though. Whatever. <laughs> There's just something about you. Yeah, that's what cookies tell you now. Like, dude, I do not want your opinion about me, cookie. I want you to tell me my future. Uh, so going back to you don't you don't like the gender role kind of thing about the the, the and those traditions of marriage. Did that reflect in your ceremony? No, because it was all like you know it was all the over? traditional stuff. Yeah. Of, like I had a bought a wedding dress like three days before the wedding. <laughs> three days? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, it was just kind of like, I, I'm not I'm not a bridezilla. I'm like, there was nothing fancy about it. Yeah. Was your husband more into the whole wedding thing than you were? Or are you guys the both whole sort wedding of... thing, meaning like all the details and all the like, yeah, what well, flowers should we have? And or you both sort no. of approach it with the same attitude. It was kind of the same attitude as like he went to Ross and he got the stupidest non matching outfit that he put together. <laughs> From Ross, Dress for Less. Oh, yeah. Like khaki pants and a light gray blazer and a pink button up and a light green tie and these orange leather shoes. I'm like, who dressed you, dude? I don't, how, how'd you get to, there was no like stylists involved. Uh-huh. No one did my hair. No, I did my own hair and I did my own makeup. And, uh-huh. Okay. You know, and I bought a cake from the, the Mexican grocery store, Vallarta. You guys know that place? Huh. It's, it's a cool chain. They got super big cakes for super. <laughs> like a sheet cake or something? It was like, you know, it was like a fancy quinceanera kind of cake. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, fun. Well, that I mean, but you were happy with what, uh, it sounds like you didn't have too many expectations going in, so. Yeah, it was fun. Got yeah. to see, it was weird. The weirdest thing about it is walking into a space where it's like, this is your life. You know, there's a, there's the lady who used to yeah. be best friends with your mom and she changed your diapers and here's your babysitter yeah. from sixth grade. And, you know, like yeah. it's everybody. And you're like, well, this is weird. It's like Facebook yeah. when Facebook first started. And you're like, I don't want the guy I dated 10 years ago to be interacting with like my aunt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. this is this is a conglomeration of people that don't belong together. But like on on your wedding day, it's kind of nice. Yeah. So, it's so fun. Weddings are like that. They were like proto Facebook. Facebook in, in one room. <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> They're so like, funny. Why, why, why is my third grade teacher yeah. talking to, you know, yeah, somebody that they should not be contacting with. Why is my uncle so mad? <laughs> was your was uncle mad? Um, oh, I didn't allow any family. None of my family's. Tr- my I don't like any of my family. So your I family wasn't there. Else. My mom, my mom, my dad, and my sister were there. And yeah. My sister's husband and his dad and sister were there. That was my family. But like my, I have like so many on. Like they've just been too big. Deep Armenian pockets <laughs> of SoCal. They run deep, and yeah. I was like, nah, no, nah. because my sister had like a big ass Armenian wedding. Like two, three, oh, 2011, and in Pasadena, uh, next to the movie theater, <laughs> and, and next to the the Pacific movie theater, the one in that little, what's it called? Why are you the adding little. this detail? <laughs> people, people in do- do people in Denver are following this. I do that a lot in the podcast. Anyway, 
thank you for calling him out on that. No, I do it all the time. He never calls me out on it. I don't know. I mean, I, you I, know, I feel good to be able to say that to you, Eric, and not have you get mad because, like, I have a boss who just not. constantly tells me things I don't need to know, and I want to tell him, like, why are you telling me this? But I just kind of have to throw yeah. that to just, to be, just to be a dick. Oh, oh please, all the time. <laughs> please tell me. Please tell me because I don't know, and I'll just keep going. I think you're going somewhere, but you usually aren't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I. My sister had this big ass Armenian wedding and there was all these fucking like extended family there that were like pretending to be happy and like clearly did not want to fucking be there. And mm-hmm. it was like all this like fucking drama and shit. And, like I just didn't want any of drama. that. Drama. And yeah. my fucking, yeah. I get that drama mean puts me to sleep, baby. <laughs> too, that drama is too much. <laughs> and so I didn't want it. But even there was still even drama with like my fucking, my mom was a fucking dick. Your mom was fine. Did you have a big wedding? Did you have a lot of high numbers, um, high family? No, numbers? I mean, no, not really. I mean, I mean, more than I would have had, but yeah, it was like pretty, it wasn't dinky, but I don't even remember what the number was. Maybe a hundred? Hundo, probably a hundo. Hundo, yeah. yeah like let's call good, it a hundo. Good, whatever number. Yeah. So hundo. 13 years, is that, does that feel like you guys have been married 13 years? Has it flown yeah. by? Has the passion gone just like um, you predicted it would yes. go away and now you guys well, are just together? Well, you know. <laughs> it all does. <laughs> Where are you at after 13 years? Like there are that whole seven year itch thing is fucking real, dude. Like there were just times where I'm like, I guess I'm done, you know, bye. Yeah. And uh, that that shit happens. And then like things even out. And yeah, it's like. Yeah. You sort of <laughs> drift away. But and then you reconnect again. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a drift away. It's like there's like you're mad all the time at each other for a while. And then you're then you yeah. get over it. I don't really even know how that happens. I, I have my. My theory is just that there's like chemicals in your body that are like making you crazy. Like it's kind of like the hormone thing. There's like little chemicals running around making your brain do dumb things. And I think that seven year period is just like some little chemical sends up. It's probably like the ones that tell women you're getting older, time to have a baby. Yeah. It's like it's like little yeah. demons that, you know. Yeah. Do you have kids? No. OK, because this is a theory I've actually we've talked about on the podcast before. And my brother, who is a scientist, has purported that around the seven year rich time, if you're with your partner and you don't have any offspring, then biologically something in you tells you, like, find another mate you're supposed to be having and something's yeah. not working here. Well, I think people who are married have that itch, <laughs> too, I'm pretty sure. I mean, who have kids is what I meant to say. Oh, yeah. You think so? Yeah, I guess I so. do think so. I guess yeah. I, I don't know. Like, there's just there's, there are things in our brain that we don't actually control. And yeah. it's it's hard. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what your brother's saying makes sense, but I think it also, I don't think it just applies to Yeah, I guess that's not an end-all, be-all. People who have kids are not magically yeah. okay. Plus, what is he, like a geologist? I don't he's think a, I trust his opinion. He's, he's a rock guy. <laughs> rock PhD. No, he's he a... At, he works at Coldstone Creamery. He's a, he is actually a botanist, so yeah, he's talking about plants, oh. I guess. Plants get super horny at seven years. Mm, those stamens, those pistols. <laughs> Look right. out. Oh, you can smell it on them. You can smell it on them. <laughs> you can. They start... Yeah, they start emitting. <laughs> Those flowers are giving it off today. <laughs> uh, so, what do you? How did you guys? How did you get past the seven year itch? Were you just like, yeah, you just st- are you still there? Out. You just stuck by, and then it went away. You stick it out, and then it goes away. Yes. Yeah, because most people are so impulsive, and like they'll just like fucking act on shit, and then you can't. Yeah. 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 Did you ever think about blowing it up? Did he? Do you think he had a seven year itch? Also, yeah. Did you guys talk about it. Um. I don't remember it. I mean, like, I don't remember it. But yeah, we had a rough patch for sure. And I mean, like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not here to like totally gossip about myself. No, on a podcast. no please don't. But I'm just saying there are like there's like rough patches and then they somehow resolve themselves or you get over whatever it was that was bothering you or you work through them. And it's, it is possible. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to listen to the little demons that are running through your bloodstream. No. Uh, well, I think, and, and that's and that's the work of doing being in a relationship. That's yeah, like when you realize, I think eventually it's like, oh, this is like, this is work. It's every day because you're cohabitating. Oh, I said it. Um, you said you're what? cohabitating. You said cohabitating. I didn't think I was gonna get through it. Um, <laughs> but you're cohabitating, and <laughs> guys, I'm ESO. Please. Um, <laughs> And, and you, you got don't realize drama. that. Yeah. You got to fucking work. Yeah, you got drama. There's drama. You, you get a little two, sleepy. You got two sets of hormones. And like n- nobody ever talks about how 
dudes bring hormones into shit. Like dudes' hormones are like we people talk about women's hormones, all women's hormones. But like dudes' hormones are a thing, like testosterone, like the stupid fucking balls all the fucking time, like thinking <laughs> through your balls. Like that's all fucking hormones. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it's the work is dealing with uh, each other's fucking crazy. Yeah. Also, we've talked about this before about how the the you know why you get married is so you have that bond. So even when you have those demons right. running through your right. your your thought process, there is that hard thing to get out of. Yeah. You're like, dude, do I really yeah. want to go talk to a judge about my bullshit? Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Probably not. You can't bounce that easily. Well, that's uh. So let's do the math here. So that was seven years in. You're 13 into this marriage. I guess it's time for another one it's, next it's, year, guys. It's get, about to hit. Is round that two. when you started Twitter? Is that when you got on Twitter? No, I don't think those two things are correlated. Okay. That's good. Okay. That's good. <laughs> How many relationships have, has Twitter destroyed? That's that's a question I'd like answered. How many relationships has Twitter engendered? Hmm. Yeah, that's the I right mean. Word to say? I think I'm, I made a tweet about that today. Like, I really want to quit Twitter. I hate it. It makes me feel yeah. terrible. But also, like, I don't have any real friends anymore. I'm like, I'm yeah. like beyond the age where people want to hang out. And uh, yeah. I, I have to use Twitter as like my surrogate friendship hole. You know, I yeah. don't yeah. know what else to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I, I, I don't really want to give it up, but I just don't want to see all of it anymore. Like, can I just me look at it with too. my eyes closed, please? Right. Yeah. yeah it does take a lot out of you when you go down the holes. The, the I wish you could holes. have like a just a DM option where you could just like DM you can, your friends. Just phone numbers. You just text yeah. people. <laughs> oh, they should start. And they have somebody where you could just call a person and talk to them. Yeah, that would be so crazy. That'd be cool. I feel like if I were still, if we were still living in LA, then I feel like I would have quit Twitter because I tried to quit Twitter like twice and I can't do it. And now I've, now because I have, I literally have no friends. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm sorry it, I laughed at that because I just feel the same way, and you know, I'm here in funny. LA. It's it's very very funny. I know, but like again, like and you and we like tweeted to each other about that. But I like before we moved, I was we were in Eagle Rock and like fucking that was far you know, already Eagle Rock because like I you're know, like come visit us in Baltimore, what, and I'm like look, dude, I'm I never visited yeah. you when you were literally 15 minutes down the street. <laughs> I know. I Not know. never, but just rarely. Yeah. No, I like know. I was only at your house like maybe three or four times the whole time you lived there. Yeah. And I would never fucking want, and I would never go to anybody's houses, and I would never like people didn't come you over. You came that to my often. house. You came to my birthday. That was really fun. My big four. That was really fun. Is that just getting, big- is that just getting older though? Do you think, or does that? Have- I think it's just the whole country is depressed and they don't want to leave their houses. Possibly. I, That's my theory. Yeah. Uh. Well, you could do. We could start those tweet ups again. Remember those old tweet ups, <gasps> uh, dude? That's ups. so weird. I haven't even heard heard that word in a long time. And I like <laughs> yeah. I like that idea because I actually met some of my it. best friends at tweet ups. Weirdly, yeah. yeah. Like my ex roommate Lisa Beth Johnson. I think I met her at a tweet up. LBJ, one of the greatest one of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. I met a lot of people at tweet ups. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a, you know, a run and gun wild west of Twitter for a yeah. few years there, and then uh... for all the dorks <laughs> of us like that don't do stand up, because I mean, everyone else was just meeting each other like at shows. Like I met, I don't remember. Oh. I think I must have met you through just stand up, or I don't remember now. Yeah, um, I met you through stand up at the Hollywood Hotel. Oh you yeah, would come by <laughs> with with Aaron Albertstein. Yeah, did were you hosting uh, that? We were, and we had just started, Alan and I had just started hosting the show before that, uh, before the show that Aaron and Matt Peters would host. Yeah. Okay. And there were like, and there would be like seven people total at both shows. And one of them was always me. (laughs) It was so funny. Was Gus Gus there playing the trumpet somewhere in the background? He would just be in a back room, but he wouldn't be in near like the venue. He would just go into like an empty space and you could hear it through the air conditioning vent. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Hollywood Hotel had this this basement bar where they used to do open mics and and book shows. And there was this uh, The former side of the the LA corner. That used to be the LA corner in like the in like the 50s or 60s or whatever uh okay that's why it's so fucking haunted and so yeah it is spooky but the bartender his name was gust and he would come serve for drinks and then he'd disappear into like a back meeting room and work on his trumpet i need a pbr where's the dude and you're like you hear some like yeah (laughs) he used to be my he was my building manager when i lived down the street from the hollywood hotel what and yeah what you- he would play. He played. He did the funniest thing I've ever seen a person do. 
we used to have this like there was all these fitum students that lived in the complex and they would throw these insane parties where there'd be like people like ghost riding the whip outside and there'd be like dudes with like pit bulls on fucking like huge chains out front and like these insane parties and one time there was like a really crazy party and there's your people peeing all over the place and he fucking snapped what you you they peeing. were peeing. Oh, I thought you said Europeans he, were peeing. He snapped <laughs> and kicked everybody out. And he's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, but you make me do this. And he like, I'd never seen him Gust? so angry before. Yeah. I never seen him so angry before. <laughs> he kicks everybody out and then he goes and gets his trumpet. <laughs> Shut and up. He sat, I swear, and he sat down on his front stoop and played this like mournful. <laughs> God, I was what? like, it was like watching a play. It's I was like, like the watching soundtrack a of his life. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny. What? <laughs> Wait, so his name is it Gust. A- I always thought it was Gus. Why is it Gust? Is like short for Gustav or something? I thought Greek. it was Gus too. It's Greek. But- yeah, it's Gus. G U S T. Yeah, Greek as fuck. Wow, that's oh, really man. funny. It was the funniest. It's, what what building I, did you live in near the Hollywood? I lived on Normal Avenue, right where uh, the Jack in the Box is. Oh off yeah, yeah. Normal. So it's not that close to Hollywood. It was like no, close. it's close enough. Normal Avenue, where everything was but. <laughs> yes, yes, it really was. That that place was fucking insane. Um, um you never sorry. did stand up. You were just a fan. Just a fan. Yeah, she did stand up once on my Twitter show at the Bar Lubitsch. Remember that? Um, I didn't do stand up. I don't think. Yeah, you just read tweets, but you did like a set. Oh, okay. I, I yeah, I've done shows like I've done storytelling yeah. shows and I don't know other stuff like yeah. that. But I'm not really like a born performer. And you know how people say like, oh, Ron, I get up on stage. I just like I love the feeling of like the attention and all stuff. I don't oh, even. I, I don't it. know. I don't even feel it or notice it at all. Like I'm just in my own little bubble, and so I don't get that little high. That's required, I guess, for someone to want to do that every night. Yeah. So that uh, I don't have the drive. Yeah, you don't you don't seek the spotlight too much. I it guess sounds not. Like. No, like even this coming in here was hard. <laughs> well, thanks for coming. Up. <laughs> I, hear, I hear that. I'm having fun, but that. like I, yeah. you know, yeah, no, no, I hear that and feel that for sure. I'm like that with almost every set that I I do ever. That kind even of even if it's like. Yeah, especially open mics. It's so hard to go to a fucking open mic now. It is fucking torture. Yeah. Well, that kind of relates to your your attitude towards the marriage a little bit. Do you think there was a little bit of of that flavor where you just didn't like care about having? (laughs) having I mean, I'm coming off like a just a not care person. Except Um, roller skating. Except for the skating. Dude, I'm so. That's just today, though. (laughs) Um, Man, I don't know. Like, okay, you keep asking me questions that I just feel totally stumped on because like I'm, I'm like this INTP personality that doesn't understand emotions at all. Like it's just like this nether world of darkness that I never look into. I'm a super analytical person, but somehow (laughs) analyzing my own emotional sense of the, you know, is, is kind of like impossible. So I'd, I'd rather just like sit in a room and somebody who knows me well, just tell me about me. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, I, I know that you guys can't do that, but like, I can't, I, I don't know how, I can't really answer that question. Well, did you always want to get married? No. No? It was never important to you or you just didn't give it any thought? It was kind of like, if it happens, that would be cool. But like, yeah. it's not like it wasn't a goal or like, it, you know, I didn't have like a timeline. Like some women have this stuff on their calendar. Like a lot of my guy friends that I talk to, they're like, oh man, I can't date this girl because she wants, she has to be, have a baby by 27. Like, I can't even imagine thinking that way. Yeah. Yeah. By 27. Wow. Or, you know, just like random dates. Like it's all very planned out. And calculated. Yeah. 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 That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I can't. Yeah, I think it's also like a kind of sort of a generational thing where I think the like the older set of millennials who know what life was like outside of the internet are more aligned to doing their own thing. When there's just like, I feel like the internet makes it more rigid. The timelines and stuff. Why? Because people are watching each other have babies on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And I think that like, yeah, we're watching each other's careers on Instagram and like watching each other's like outrage on Twitter. Hmm. I think, I think that like fuels to the fire. I think adds fuel to the fire. You're more cognizant of where they are in their life maybe. Yeah. And and where they are. I think so. But I mean, I guess not. I mean, I think, 
I don't know. I don't I've just never paid attention to any of those like those like life markers or whatever because some women I actually just, have like baby pacts with each other, yeah. which is crazy to me. Yeah. Like, oh my god, we're best yeah. friends, we're gonna get pregnant in the same month. I'm like, oh my god, stop. <laughs> You're scary. Yikes. Uh so you don't have a baby pact with anyone? Don't have a baby pact. Okay. Mm, all right. Uh do you wanna make a baby pact? Absolutely not. Right here on the okay. <laughs> Let's make one right now. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Uh, are your are your parents still married? You yep. And uh, good relationship there. No. Good, good role models for you. I just no. want to say publicly, out in the public world, for for everyone to know, my parents. Oh wow! Your parents do not what? They do not have a good relationship. Oh, mine neither. I just neither, I just want. I mean, like they. I can't judge really, but they don't have a kind of relationship that I would want to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me neither. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, I hear that. So not not the best role models, maybe, as far as your ideas of what a good marriage is? Nah. Yeah. So have you overcome that in your own relationship, hopefully? I can't say overcome it, but it's not the same kind of thing. It's yeah. Not, it's not the same dynamic. You have a different set of problems. I guess so. I mean, yeah. yeah. Hmm. How did you meet Everyone. your husband? Did we talk about that? Uh, well, we're from the same s- small hometown, and we're roughly the same age, and that's just how you meet people in Bakersfield, you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like mutual friends, kind of. If, like, you are born around the same year, you're just going to eventually sort of know each I mean, it's not that small of a town, but it, people tend to know people. Yeah. Ryan Doolittle. You don't know who Ryan Doolittle <laughs> That's my other friend from Bakersfield. How old is he? Mm, he's, uh, I think he's like late 30s, 38, 39. That's mm, getting close. I don't know him though. Yeah, do little. He got Lyme disease though, so maybe he was Shit, dude, Wait, he really? let a deer tick eat him? Yeah. Damn, bad Ryan move. Ryan Lyme disease? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so for those of you listening in Denver and the East Coast, my friend Ryan Doolittle, who is from Bakersfield, just like, um, he has Lyme disease. Wait, Ryan know? Doolittle is from Bakersfield? Yeah. Oh, I thought he like hung out there a lot. <laughs> he does. No, when when he goes home, he's like king of Bakersfield. It's kind of funny. Everyone says Ryan. Um, I for some reason for some reason we like we were Fresno people like growing up like because there's hell Armenians in Fresno. We would just go to fucking Fresno, and I feel like I that was like took the place of Bakersfield. I wish we hung yeah. out in Bakersfield more. It's when the I was same. Little. It's, it's the same thing. It's though, the yeah. same thing. When I moved to San Francisco, my car uh, had a full packed. Ready to go, driving up to San Francisco, and it totally, my car totally broke down in uh, Bakersfield, and I had to spend the day in Button Willow. Damn, Ooh, Button Willow. Yeah. Oh, you know, I spent the an afternoon worst. in Button Willow like also. 147 degrees. Oh, oh really? man, yeah. Button Willow is like a, a special place in my heart because I spent an afternoon there with Matt Champagne and Dave and Heisen while he got trucks air conditioning fixed. Oh, that sounds like a nightmare. Button yeah. Willow only exists as a little truck stop for you to get your shit together when your car breaks yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yep. a sad, hot place. And then if the if if the mood strikes, Gust will come out and play trumpet on the on <laughs> mournful, 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 mournful with like a maybe with a mariachi band. Hopefully with a mariachi band. Yeah, got some ice cream there. Oh man, I love Button Willow. That's a short story waiting to happen. My button well. It's in a joint and Newsom song. I don't, you know, it's weird. I don't even think I've ever been there. It's always been adjacent to my hometown, but yeah. I don't think I you can. You have even... to like try to go there. Yeah, yeah. that's and what I'm saying. No reason to go yeah, there. There's no passing through. You just end yeah. up there. That's Button Willow. <laughs> that's the first line to my oh, short shit. story. Um, also, the Lakers used to always play one preseason game in Bakersfield, and they never do that anymore. What? And when did they do this? Yeah. In like the 90s. Are hmm. you sure? Button yeah, Willow? Cal- I didn't, it barely I, had a. I cal- at Cal State, not in Buttonwell, at Bakersfield. In Cal State, at, oh. Cal, at Cal Lakers? State, Bakersfield, they used to. That's yeah, so weird. My dad is a huge fan of the Lakers, and I feel like I would know about this, but I guess he was sleeping on this. Yeah. I, 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 I want to stand by this. At Dude. least one preseason game back in the day, like early, early 90s. My dad, our whole family's happiness is reliant on how well the Lakers are doing. Mm. Because if they're not doing great, the family is going to be, not the family, like the family doesn't care, but my dad cares. And that affects the rest of us. He poisons everything. I'm (laughs) trying not to do that. I am not that kind of sport. I'm like, I'm not that kind of sports fan. I definitely am very emotionally tied to the Lakers. But I'm not ever trying to fucking bring that into my fucking 
family. Mm. I, no, not do that. I, I bet it seeps in there a little bit. It does sometimes. Like, I mean, yeah, I <laughs> guess it does. I mean, I, it does when I, I did when I was younger. I have I'm a try, question. I, does I, Drew I ever go. walk in the house and at first thing she asks you is how did the Lakers do? <laughs> uh, No. Okay. So that's Most a good indicator. I was going to say, because she yeah. probably doesn't care. And if she's asking, and she wants to know what your mood is. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like I never let it, I never let it affect my mood that much. Um, but I do kind of feel bad that she has gotten, I, it's weird because I do love that she's gotten way more into it, but I kind of feel bad that she has because I feel like I've like kind of forced her into getting into mm-hmm. it, but she's like gotten way more into the Lakers and Dodgers. It's fun though. Yeah, it is fun. It is fun. Do you guys do you have uh, similar passions with your husband? Is that where you guys connected on? Um, you you big Dodgers fan together? No, okay. I don't follow any sports. And actually, that was one of the big big benefits of this particular partner was I, I didn't have to sit through sports. Yeah, it's like other guys that I dated, and I'm like, okay, we'll hang out as soon as you're done with this video game. But guess what, ladies? He's never done with the video game. Like, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can wait, and they're like, oh my god, it's the last quarter, the last quarter, it's yeah. half the last quarter. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. it's down the last ninety seconds. Doesn't matter, dude. There's there's yeah. post game, and then there's another game right after. It's never over. And I like, yeah. I struggled and, with and, that with my previous relationships, and like, it was a huge plus. <laughs> my husband never never watches sports and doesn't really play video games more than like a half an hour at a time. Oh, not bad. Is he into music? Yeah. That's his thing, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's not like, it's not his main thing. He's, he's a filmmaker, like as his hobby. And Mm -hmm. he like works at Echo Park Film Center as a volunteer. And, you know, he does his own thing. That's kind of like our deal is that like, he gets to have his life. I get to have my life. We hang out when we hang out, but we don't have like, I know a lot of couples who, can only socialize as a couple and they mm-hmm. can oh, only yeah. socialize with other couples. And I find that very constraining and I Definitely. can't do that. So I just oh, yeah. like, he's doing his own social scene. I have my own, he has his own friends. Yeah. I, have, I have none friends. So I hang out on Twitter. So, <laughs> that's, awesome. so that's, that's been a big, that's been like a positive uh, of the move is that we've kind of gotten to like restart that our whole like social circles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because in LA it was like everything was tied into comedy, and so like yeah. it was just like a fucking mess. But now in Bal- in Baltimore, like we are, are, I think have that are starting that. We just don't know any people. Are you are you guys so restarting as a unit first or independently? No, like as individuals, like yeah. like almost saying it's like individuals. Like we have like social circles, we have our own things, and then we bob and we weave and we hang out. You yeah, know? yeah, we do both. We 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 have nights. Where we're independent and then, you know, the cu- couple it up. I think we're getting together with uh, Jeff and Amber in a couple weeks. Doing oh, that's going to be thing. fun. Yeah. That's going to be fun. How about that? Jeff and Amber. Host of, I don't know uh, who that is, but somehow the name combo just sent a chill down my spine. Jeff because that's how, co- 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 <laughs> that's how That's how anti-hanging out in a couple foursome oh, okay. I am. Well, we got Jeff and Amber this Saturday, so don't make any oh. plans. Oh, I, I know Jeff it. and Amber. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Wadenhofer. I mean, yeah. Amber, I know Amber. Jeff more. is, of course. You would love them. I feel like you would get along with them. Host of our sister podcast. I would Exit totally Strategy. hang out with either of them, but I would never hang out with them with my husband in a foursome. Oh, no. <laughs> so I just can't do that. You're never doing a double date? Weird. Never doing a foursome? Not really, no. No. It is weird, but it's also not that weird. I mean, if it's natural. I, I agree, don't force it. But well, I think it goes. I'm not going to ties in throw the baby out with the bathwater. The genders are going to, like, fucking break off. Yeah, and like, like, okay, now the dudes talk about their sports, and now the girls talk about their nails, and, like, I'm See, like, I can't do it. Yeah. I don't know. We, you mix it up yeah. enough. Sometimes it's fun to talk to the, the other girl, and then your lady talks to the other guy. It's like a wife swap And time. then, like, you're all in bed together, and who knows what's going on, you know? The goalie's pulled, See? and all of a sudden someone's pregnant. <laughs> it's a fucking, he's being a slinger again. There's a slinger slinger. Stop with your slingering. Mom, do you want to leave us anything? We can find you on Twitter. Yeah, dude, I you check me out. I'm I got my dates online, <laughs> which includes nothing. And yeah, follow me at um seven six a h m seven six if you dare. It's your only social outlet. You have you zero still, friends. I have zero of friends, Twitter. and I skate. So shut up. Yeah. Wait. Missing. What about what about B sides? Do you ever do you contribute? Oh yeah, to I forgot. Yet? Yeah, you yeah. know, like that's an on again, off again thing. I have om side B. You know, and the reason I started that was because people were so confused. By yeah. a comedy account or like a yeah. funny account 
yeah. make and making any sort of statement that wasn't a joke. And I would get yeah. so annoyed when I'm trying to be sincere. And then people yeah. think I'm joking and they come back with all these dumb replies. Cause like back yeah. in the day, people were replying champs. Nowadays, right. barely anyone replies. Yeah. But I'm nowadays it's like the total opposite. Like people just use their, their funny accounts just to react to every news story that comes across their eyeballs, you know? So it's a different, it's a different scene. So it kind of almost doesn't yeah. make sense to have on side B. Right. That's where it started. I wanted some place where I could be sincere have very serious conversations, like talk about dark things and not upset people and like, you know, just have a separate part of my personality because I don't yeah. want to be like a clown that can't ever take my clown Same. mask off. Right. Fuck yes. You know? I love B-sides. I was a big fan of B-sides. I'm side B. Sad face on. I'm side B. I'm side B. I'm Mingus. Thanks <laughs> no, for thank joining you. us thank on Grimzillas. All right. That's I'm Mingus. She's great. Thanks for joining us, Um, What do you think, Eric? How fun was that? I love Um. I think she genuinely is one of the most interesting, and uh, I think this word gets a, thrown around a lot, provocative. Okay. She's actually like, she's, she's the letter of the law provocative thinker. I think she really pushes people to think in new ways, or me anyway. I love her. Provocative. I would love, after we stopped recording, she said something I liked, which was she felt like she was on the Autotopia ride at Disneyland, where you're on yeah. the track, and Dan Gill yeah. was the track. I just kept her forcing her yeah. to talk about things she And I'm that weird, I'm like that weird voice. About. And you're what? You're the weird Autotopia like voice? The, the weird announcer voice, yeah. Uh, but I appreciate um, being here and her perspective on things because you know what? That's just how some people are about marriage. They're not all groomzillas. They're not all... I love it. Bridezillas? I don't know what I'm talking about. Groomzilla, everyone in between. When we say everyone That's in between... That's who we mean. That's who we mean. mean that shit. Yeah. Dan, did you get misty-eyed when you voted at the Masonic Lodge for the first time since your wedding was held there? Oh, you mean because it was my first time back since I had gotten married? Um, yeah. I did get misty-eyed, but not for the reason you think. I got misty-eyed because the democratic process and, uh, you know, I just, Ugh, I just love... Fuck the DNC. I just love voting. <laughs> uh, God bless America, Dan. God bless uh, America, Eric. Um, I love you. I love you too, Miss You. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.